your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Monday on Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here once we start talking about something, but here's the number 608 785 7914, Sugarloaf Ford, talking text line. Uh, Grant Bill's in the studio. Got the Facebook Live running. I'm quarantined. Not because I have COVID-19, but that's how we're doing it with social distancing. And if you wanted to listen, I know you're listening right now, but you know, in the future, if you want to listen, Facebook live stream, obviously, and the Wisdom app. So if you go to the Wisdom app, it's super easy. Front page, there's a big play button on the bottom. You hit play, I think it plays like a one real quick ad, and then the show is on. And you can listen that way. And if you miss the show, you can go to uh, wisdomnews.com or the app again and just find podcast on there and all the shows get thrown up there. And uh, just in preparing for today's show, talk to Grant for a little bit, and he's like, hey, do-do-do, election. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the election. <laughs> the the Wisconsin election results are trickling in. So we kind of we don't have a ton of results. I think Ga- Brad, I went and talked to Brad real quick right before the show, Brad Williams and Wisdom News. He's, he's in the other room. We're in three different rooms, but he said uh, one town of Campbell – something was decided and that's all all we're at uh grant do you have have you figured out where the supreme court race i know it's real early but have you figured out where the supreme court race is at at this point yeah i I think it's gonna get messy just based on what i'm reading Uh, molly beck has kind of been my go-to um i follow her on twitter we're obviously trying to get her on the show but she's been so busy so maybe in the future we can have her on but she covers yeah politics for the journal sentinel uh, 15 minutes. I've turned on tweet notifications, so every time she she reports something, it'll buzz me. Um, the the statewide Supreme Court race, the biggest part of this election, looks like it's also the closest. So Dan Kelly has about 106,000 votes, and Jill Karofsky has about 104, and that's about 12% reporting. So it's really, really close. Yeah, and uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel's got all these little fun... So if you go to their homepage... And then just go live Wisconsin election results. It's it's oh, now I hit an ad. Watch out for the ads that jump you down and up and over and then a pop up. And <laughs> once you get beyond that, that doesn't happen on wisdomnews.com. But once you get on there, they have cool maps and uh, statewide, state assembly, Milwaukee County, and then just uh, county to county in their area. But obviously, we want statewide and state assembly. And and then if you scroll down a little bit, they have a little map. Ver- Vernon County is. Uh, you know what, fifty nine percent right now for Jill Karofsky. So that's that they haven't gotten Lacrosse County yet, zero percent there. But the the map is updated Vernon County, and it's and it's fifty nine to forty one there for Karofsky with like three hundred votes so far, less than that even. So um, real real early. And it looks but, like uh, another detail, Marcy's Law, uh, which is the amendment to actually our state constitution. That's about uh, crime victim rights and kind of their process in the, the whole uh, trial and justice process. There's only 18% reporting, Rick, but it looks like this is this is going to be easy. There's 211,000 votes in favor, 64,000 not in favor. So it looks like that, even though we only have a very small sample size, it looks like that's going to be a, a runaway uh, that that's going to get passed as well. Unless they only counted Milwaukee County. Yeah, maybe. And then, <laughs> or maybe, they, maybe it's that tilted. The geography is that tilted, well, but... From or, what we know so far. Or they counted the rest of the state and skipped Madison and Milwaukee area, and then they'll do that at the end and swing the whole thing. Something like that. Um, last, So speaking of, of stuff that was on that ballot, that uh, libertarian guy last week in, in, in talking, he sent a text, and he's like, why did Bernie drop out You know, the day? What, how did it work? Did he drop out the day 
after the election? Did he drop out Wednesday or two? He he just he dropped out of the race essentially. I mean, he's he's technically still in it, but he he kind of he endorsed Biden today. And and the way in libertarian guys, why wouldn't he have waited until at least tomorrow when the the results are out? You know, because if he won eighty twenty over Biden, then maybe he'd be apt to stay in the race. Yeah, um, it wasn't going to happen. I think all the polling. While we rail against trusting the polls, because one poll one time said that Donald Trump was was going to win for president, or did no, no polls at any time said Donald Trump was going to win for president, and and therefore we can't trust polls ever again. I think Bernie was trusting the polling, but the the reasoning why he maybe had stayed in the in in the race up until that was basically the state supreme court race was on the ballot, and he wanted people to be motivated. To go to the polls as a Democratic Party to to vote for a presidential race because you know even if you support Biden or Bernie or if you support Trump you want to go and 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 show your support right you want to go and and check that box even though it's kind of dangerous to go to the polls. Uh, Bernie stayed in the race to to bring the left the left side to the polls to vote for Jill Karofsky. So that's just one one of the theories I read over the weekend. Is that is that your theory? I was going to ask, where did you read that? Because that actually that actually makes a lot of sense, because I was confused by that too, but that's that's a heck of a theory. That makes um, a lot of sense. It's a good question, if where I can figure it out. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll go, we can do the, the news break right yeah. now. We'll go to that. I'll figure out, I, pre, I think I might have seen that shared on the Badger Project page, Facebook page, or... Or Wisconsin Common Cause. I'm, I can't remember which. Don't feel bad because I, I called my mom yesterday and she asked what I had been doing the last couple of days. And I had no clue. Like when we're sitting at home, either watching TV, the days just kind of blend together. I can't remember barely what I did this weekend at all, like because it was just so uneventful. So I would be amazed if you could remember where you read everything you read. So I, Yeah. And, and the Facebook Live video kind of alludes to it a little bit, but. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is, do we need to start thinking about how to reopen Wisconsin? Maybe not reopen Wisconsin, because I think, but but I but I've seen a couple of Facebook posts about this as well, and a couple other people talking about it. Uh, what do we need to do? Do we need to do we need to be smarter in how we reopen the state, and do we need to start reopening the state? Um, so we'll talk about that as well. If you want to get in here, six zero eight seven eight five. 7914, the Sugarloaf Ford talking text line. We'll be back on Wisdom right after the news after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608 785 7914, the Sugarloaf Ford talking text line. Just starting to get election results. Nothing really, I mean, something we could talk about, but when you, when you go to the uh, whatever organization you want to you check out where they're at, uh, the, the Supreme Court race. 21%. So it's kind of like watching uh, a game at the end of the first quarter and there's there's really no point, right? Grant like why are we going to sit here and, and and refresh this page for the next 24 hours to see where the race is or or maybe just, you know, tune in after the game for the post-game press conference. It's funny, Rick, because normally I do a sports show over on WKTY right at the same time and and Obviously, right now there are no sports, so I'm I'm over here and we're all kind of pitching in to, to cover this as best we can. My least favorite shows were the shows where there was breaking news at like five o'clock because I'd have a I'd have a show prepared and I'd have all my takes and all my opinions and then news would drop that made it all irrelevant. And that's kind of how I feel today. We can't really get too set in our ways on any topic or any discussion because then we get a 
piece of break news about the election and we have to react to it. Yeah, that might be. I feel like that'll happen tomorrow. I don't think Probably. we're going to really get anything today. No. Um, unless Brad storms in. It depends on whose who's studio Brad storms in, yours and mine, um, <laughs> with, with some kind of uh, Campbell uh, town board election results. Seriously. But, uh, I mean, he did say one of those was done. But um, So a couple – I had a friend post this, and the Lacrosse Republican Party uh, Facebook page also posted this. But but in, in terms of the, the virus and – in in our county, the Cross County has been at twenty six confirmed cases for three days. So I think the last time we had a confirmed case, and it was one. We never got more than one confirmed case last week. We had four total cases come in, never more than one, and we went all weekend and today without a confirmed case. So while while places like Milwaukee get slammed with this thing, and I didn't look at Milwaukee's results today, their confirmed cases. Um, but 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 my friend po- just posted the what did he post you know like do, do we need to start thinking about a more specific approach to o- reopening businesses essentially you know, we can look at New York and Milwaukee and go okay close it up like everyone stay home there but in Lacrosse County where we're at 26 cases do we need to think about that Lacrosse County Republican Party said let's uh, time to start thinking about what comes next. There are 224,000 people in La Crosse, Trempeleau, Monroe, and Vernon counties. So far, 35 cases total. That could be that could change. This was uh, a post yesterday, so that might have up, been updated. Uh, I didn't look at the surrounding counties. It's tough um, to find the surrounding counties. Total cases in Milwaukee County right now are just over 17. Well, almost to 1,800. Almost to 1,800. If you go to Milwaukee County Health. Just like La Crosse County Health Department, they have a, a specific part of their website with oh, a map yeah. and with every, everything's laid out and it's being updated. So it's information you can find, but it's just under 1,800. Yeah, the Milwaukee County page, not to put down the local page, but the, the Milwaukee County page is pretty sweet. New York's page is awesome in a grim kind of way because you can... You know, you, the numbers aren't great, but they have yeah. a map that you can see. Kate, like lacrosse, we just there's not as much info to present, right? They break it down by race and ethnicity and by all the different areas and stuff. So it's a lot more specific. But lacrosse doesn't have nearly as much to report. Yeah, you can go to the state department health page and, and grab county numbers. And yeah, lacrosse has got oh, and of those 26 people, 17 have recovered. One was hospitalized today, but. According to Drew's story, that person is said to, to be fine, be released pretty soon. They're not going to go on a ventilator or anything. So, you know, maybe there was some other reason for that person that, to be hospitalized. But Milwaukee, I think, got one more death yesterday. What day is today? What's the date? Date? I have to the, – the clock in here doesn't give me the date. So they, they don't have their the, updated how many deaths they had today. But they're at 86 total, 1,775 cases. And Grant may have just said that. As I'm trying to read and listen. Um, But yeah, so in Milwaukee County, you can easily make the argument that mm, we should probably shut up, uh, shut up, uh, close up shop or remain closed. And and then do we need to start thinking about, okay, in in La Crosse County, we're 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 doing we're we're way the numbers are way below anywhere else and not anywhere else. But because in Houston County, across the river, there's one case ever. So. Do we need to start thinking about like does Evers need to release you know undo the stay at home safer at home order and then just make it this is the argument nationally too should the federal government make everyone stay at home do the whole order for the whole country or let individual states do their thing 
and I think the the consensus there is we probably could be all in as a country because if you look at the states that are still open, Florida I think was one of those uh, not doing very well. But you know, again, the the the, the alternative to that is we could get very specific to each state should be able to figure out what they want. Well, then we get more specific than that. Maybe each county could figure out what they want to do because in La Crosse County, we seem to be doing very, either we're doing very well or we, this is something we don't have to, to worry about. So, um, all right, let's, let's see. Eric's been waiting the longest. Let's go to Eric on the phones. Eric, go ahead. You're on La Crosse Talk PM with Rick and Grant. Yeah. I uh, called my credit card company today and <clears throat> asked them my, uh, about my account. Anyway, I got into a little conversation with afterwards. As she says, "What's snowing?" I says, "I said I stole here last night." And she says, "Well, I said, are you keeping safe, everybody?" Oh yeah. I told her, "I said, oh, she says, oh, I got family in <clears throat> Iowa, Wisconsin, <clears throat> and I got family in California. I talked to them recently, and one of them told me that if you go outside in Los Angeles and you don't, you don't have a mask on, you will get fined a thousand dollars immediately." <clears throat> Okay. Think masks are important. Thanks. All right, Eric. Uh, every day, reiterating the fact that we should all be wearing masks at all times. Um, here it is, Grant. Brad yeah. Williams drop, into dropping into the studio illegally. He got some results. Uh, he's within five feet of me. Okay, Brad. Brad, here. I'm going to swing the mic. Don't. All right. Okay. From from the uh, county results that we are starting to get in Lacrosse County, we do have a final on the city of Onalaska mayor's race. Okay, and just drum roll. Incumbent Mayor Kim Smith, 59% of the votes. Terry Bauer, 40% of the votes. So Kim Smith wins the election for a full term. She was appointed after uh, former mayor. Uh, yep, Kim, okay, so Kim Smith winning the Onalaska mayor's race. She also and wins her oh, council seat as well. So All right. figure out how that works out. So we're going to have a mayor on the council? Probably not. Probably not. No, we can't do that because the mayor can veto all the things that the council wants. It would be weird to have a council person on as 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 the mayor, too. Okay, Brad's giving me illegally giving me uh, COVID-19 paper to, to, to handle. Um, all right, so Kim Smith, the incumbent mayor who was the city administrator, I believe, has beaten Terry Bauer, otherwise known as the Moon Tunes guy. Probably right up Grant's alley. The Moon Grant, if you were not in Alaska, are you just going to vote for the Moon Tunes guy, or would you do more research than that? See, I met him one time. I was in here with Hayes in the morning, and Terry actually came in as a guest, and that's the only interaction I've really ever had with him. Yep. And uh, and he was great. So I, I don't know much about the the mayor race in Alaska, but I, I was really impressed by him. So I don't think there are any bad options uh, for the mayor in Alaska in this election. But the Moon Tunes, I hope we have Moon Tunes this summer. So I, I hope we can have Terry back to talk about Moon Tunes before too long. I hope we're back to normal by then. Well, and that's a whole other conversation we were having uh, last week. Not me and you, but in general, I was I was talking to some people. the The idea that they're still working on the Lacrosse Center, they're still working on the band shell out there. They're putting the 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 roof essentially on it. And if you drive by Riverside Park, uh, you'll see that it's under construction. And and you got to wonder, like, should they be working on that? I thought, is that essential business? Uh, it seems kind of a, unless one guy is out there just working on it, which seems kind of dangerous because I think he'd be pretty high up. Um, but yeah, so Terry Bauer did he he stopped in here in the studio with me uh, some time ago, be, be a little bit yeah to talk about the mayor race. But 
Uh, what was funny is we recorded the interview before the show because he had he could only come in at three, and we talked for about ten minutes, and he kept saying no comment to every one of my questions. And I was getting and and oh, one of the bosses was actually watching the interview too because Terry was like, "Come in here, like take a listen," because he knew what he was doing. He was setting me up, and so for about five minutes, every question I asked Terry, he got no comment. And my one of the bosses here at work is just kind of like looking, and I'm starting to sweat because I'm like, "Why did you bring one of my bosses in here to listen to this terrible interview?" And you're not you're no commenting every every question I give you, and I'm getting very embarrassed. And my my forehead's drenched in sweat, and then finally he starts laughing, and he and he goes, "I'm just messing with you. Just delete all that, and we can start over." I, he's like, "Ken Cooper said that I should no comment every one of your questions and see your reaction." It was super, not funny, but it was super funny. It's super funny for everyone other than the person trying to host the show and put out a good interview. Yeah, it would have been it would have been really funny live, I think. And in the fact, and I should have saved it because in, in, in my stupidity right after that, he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. And I hit delete and then I just restarted the recording again. And then five seconds after, I'm like, why did I delete that? That would have been funny because I could have just played that right now, you know, like get back at Terry Bauer for this terrible interview. Karma got you, Terry, because Kim Smith beat you 59% to 40. Going for the throat, Rick Solon <laughs> from the top rope. Yeah. So, um, all right. Do we have another caller? I, 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 I'm losing track. Yep. We, do you want to go to Joe or number three first? We have both. And just know that your answer is it's going to sound like you're playing favorites. Oh, so. for sure. But I number three is a friend of the show, and he gives me Christmas and birthday presents. So, yeah, number three, of course. Number three, you're on the air. How's it going there, Pilgrim? It's going pretty well. Pretty or well. should I call you uh, Professor Rick? Or Doctor Rick. Well, well, well. I guess I can't be. A, I can be a professor without being a doctor. So I mean, okay. whatever you want, whatever you want. All right. Okay, bozo. Uh, anyway, <laughs> did you? You're talking about how soon the country should go back to work. Well, just yeah. Well, I'm not talking about when, but yeah, in general. What do, what do you think? Well, here's here's. I was looking today, and uh, I see the big pork producers now have got problems with the virus with their help. So a lot of the help ain't showing up. They have to close up the plants. So that means there's no production. Exactly. You remember here a while ago I was telling you about the poultry industry, the pork industry, and the beef industry, how they all walk, work shoulder to shoulder? Yeah, absolutely. This is a big problem, and, I, and it's, okay. it's going to start showing in the stores, well, now right? it's hitting the food industry. Mm-hmm. I suppose the next thing, everybody will run to the grocery store and buy pork chops. And then there'll be a thing about the poultry industry, and everybody will go buy five chickens and then a bunch of hamburger. Well, you know, I, I feel like the way the country is, is we have a global pandemic. Everyone's supposed to stay at home, and everyone went and bought toilet paper. So right, if, now they can't bring it back because you're mad because they can't bring it yeah. back. They didn't need it. So when everyone says, hey, uh, the poultry industry or the pork industry is losing its workers, we no longer are going to be able to supply you with pork, everyone's going to go and buy gravy, I think. Maybe that's, uh, the, the, that's the way we're, <laughs> we're now working. now they're hitting us in the food belt. Yeah, and this is, yeah, this is definitely a problem. Thanks for the call. Like retreat. I was going to tell you, we're gonna be, there's going to be shortage of poultry products and meat products for a while. And then after this thing gets over with, in about September or October, we'll have an overproduction. Because what we should have killed this month gets set back and back and back, and then the, the surplus keeps growing. Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks for the call. 
Grant, let's go to Scott's comment that news. We'll be back right here on Wisdom after this. Lacrosse Talk PM. My name is Grant Bills. Oh, there we go. I am hosting with Rick. I was going to say, Rick, I hope you didn't. Are, are I'm you, in here. Are, are you I'm, off with Brad looking at election results or something? I'm in here. I'm in here talking into the mic, and I don't have the mic on. And I'm talking about how I can't talk and type at the same time because I was typing a message to Drew, and uh, my mic wasn't on. So I knew that was going to happen every time that I come back on air because it's got the board over here to my left that's kind of out of sight. And there's no like big old light that says, you know, Mike is on. Yeah. Um, every time that I come back on, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that I remembered again to turn the mic on because um, I've forgotten that. You get used past. to doing a radio show in a radio studio, right, where all the buttons are and where the computers are and the mic. And as soon as you're moved, it, 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 it feels weird because I've been there. If you broadcast it like if we do a broadcast at a bar or at an event, it's it's definitely different. So I, I get the struggle. This well, is this is kind of an interesting setup we're in. I think I'm in about seven months in from doing this every day, and and anyone who's listened pretty consistently knows. Yeah, there's been at least two times where a Rick has either left the mic on while Drew's doing the news. I'm yapping in the background, or b Rick hasn't turned the mic on at all. And we, you know, had a situation like that. You're talking <laughs> so, to no one, and I'm talking to no one. But at least you're there to save the show. All right, 608-785-7914. I didn't, I didn't see. Did you? Are those guys still holding on? Yep. So we have both Ron uh, and we have Joe. And I checked in with them over the break because they've been waiting so long. But nope, they're good to go. They want to talk to okay, you. Okay. So what we were talking about before we went to break, uh, and maybe these guys want to talk about that, but just the the idea of maybe trying to think about how to reopen and however you want to do it. You want to go nationally statewide or just counties is there a is there a way to reopen businesses and is there a smart way to do it because lacrosse counties had 26 cases for three days the one argument is we're doing a very good job at social distancing and the reason why we're at 26 cases is because we haven't opened businesses and people are staying home for the most part so that the virus isn't spreading there's no treatment for the virus there's no vaccine for the virus if you get the virus you just pray that you're going to your body's going to be able to fight it off because that that's it you could subdue the symptoms but you can't treat it with anything and and so that's that's that argument the other argument is like we only have 26 cases we could be smart about this and open the businesses that that are closed right now say Maybe maybe not restaurant. Maybe even if we open restaurants, have people you know pretty spread out and, and, and make the, the the number of people that could come in very limited and very spread out. It would be a weird thing because the ambiance would be a little bit different. I don't I don't think we could open bars at all because you know that that's just a, a recipe for disaster. But all right, the, so those are the two schools of thought. Uh, let's go to Joe, who's been waiting. Joe, you're on the phone with Lacrosse Talk PM. Go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to comment on number three called in about pork production, and they're going to have to stop work. Yeah. So that story was brought out by Smithfield Pork, if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, I looked at it earlier today. Yep. Yeah, it used to be an American company, and then because of laws that relaxed by Obama, China was able to buy our largest pork producer. So now China's deciding on when we uh, produce pork. So I just want to let everybody know that's the dangers of voting Democrat. And then also... Uh, where are we at with deaths? Because COVID-19 doesn't kill you. It's pneumonia-induced viral pneumonia. How many deaths do we have in Wisconsin from viral-induced pneumonia? I, 
I, I'm not the looking COVID? at what are, what are our deaths? Are you going to are you going to tell us you were on hold for for a long time with this question? I'm, I'm asking what the what the deaths were because in 2017 there was 974 people in Wisconsin killed by viral pneumonia and nobody said a peep about that. So two things I want to iterate is China's controlling us with this because we don't have near the deaths that we do on a yearly basis due to viral pneumonia. COVID does not kill you. It kills you by inducing pneumonia. 974 was 2017. Nobody said a peep. Also, by relaxing the laws on who can own what in the United States, China bought our largest pork producer and is now controlling how much pork we can have. I hope you guys realize the danger of voting Democrat. Okay. Thanks, Joe, for that. Agree with Joe or not, you got to respect. He really had some good points, and he laid them out in a in an organized fashion. That's a good call, even if you don't agree with it. I just I listen to a lot of sports radio and talk radio. That's that's a plus work right there from Joe. Except that he didn't have the pneumonia numbers. He wanted to know how many people, and I was trying to look at it because I got all these links bookmarked, but I yeah. couldn't find it. I was like, Joe, you're on hold that long, man. Do your work. <laughs> do your work. We all got, I got, I got to understand one way. Like, hey, you're gonna well, a do you really expect us to know all these numbers off the top of our head? Oh, the pneumonia induced numbers of COVID-19. So um, I know, and just in, when he when he was talking about that, though, in looking at, because I'm looking at, uh, I had New York numbers. I wrote a story on uh, Jordan Kazi, who was on with us Friday. I wrote that story. It's on wisdomnews.com if you want to check it out. The MMA fighting nurse who is from Genoa, right south of here, and uh, quit, her, quit her job or resigned her job in St. Paul as a nurse and headed to New York City. She started today. So go check that story out. But in, in terms of doing a little bit of research on this, and, and looking at uh, COVID-19 cases in, in New York City. And, and I just stumbled upon um, one, of these, one of these sites, and it might have been Milwaukee County. I'm just trying to think of which one, or I'm trying to look at which one it was. They did have a lot of these numbers that Joe was, was asking about is, you know, if we got this many deaths, how many deaths were due to pneumonia or, or something else. And I'm trying to find that because I, I really want to say it was on the New York link. It's also really weird to just talk about deaths as a number and a statistic when it's actually people dying and, yeah. and we don't think about these because there's no face for me, there's no faces to these deaths. And so I can talk about it pretty generally when, when other people have, you know, they're starting to uh, get, you know, have maybe not fam- people they know that have, have died from this thing. And um, then I'm talking about it like it's just a stat. And I understand that's a little insensitive. I'm sorry for that if anyone is offended. But um, is Ron still waiting to grant? Yeah, Ron is quick to quick to follow up with uh, with Joe before we go to Ron. Wisconsin has 144 deaths. Um, and to put that into perspective, 86 of those are in Milwaukee County. So obviously Milwaukee is kind of if there is a ground zero in Wisconsin, that's where it's been worst. And and they're counting, sure, if, if pneumonia kills you as a side effect to COVID-19, they're going to count it as a coronavirus death, which I get why some people would have a problem with it. But to, to say one more thing to Joe before we move on to Ron, like it's like think about this in the sense of drunk driving. Like if I drink a bunch and get in my car and hit a tree, yeah, the tree killed me, but it could have been avoided by not drinking. So like I I, I get where Joe's coming from, but also if coronavirus is going to give me pneumonia, I want to avoid coronavirus. Do you get my logic on that, Rick? Like, yeah, that's perfect. I, I get I mean, what Joe's saying, said. but mm. and I still can't find the. Uh, I don't. I, oh, here here it is. It is it is uh it is in in New York. So I'm trying to trying to decipher this. There's a there's a grand total 5000 deaths from 5600 deaths from hypertension, 3700 deaths from diabetes, 
1,900 deaths from a word that I can't pronounce, uh, 1,200 deaths from coronary artery disease, and it just goes on. I don't see pneumonia on there, though. So in New York, apparently that's not a problem. So, all right, let's go to Ron. Ron, you're on Lacrosse Talk PM. Go ahead, man. Well, when you're talking about uh, starting up the economy again, well, I could see maybe by the end of the month, if, let me emphasize if, this sort of starts tapering off, like opening up some of the factories and industries and letting those people go back to work. I don't see where that be any more of a risk than uh, what we're doing now. People going to the grocery stores and uh, Walmart and Walgreens and those places. Uh, I don't think, though, at that time, and people going back to work to those places, you're going to be able to uh, let the bars and restaurants open back up. Because I'm afraid you do that, and things will flare right back up again. Yeah, definitely, uh, Ron. I, to, to my understanding. You know, factories and industries are open for the it, as long as they're essential. So it's not like those are closed. And that you know, this is, might be something we talk about tomorrow too. Is the the idea that uh, these people are working and it's kind of a hazard for them? So are they getting hazard pay while they're working? It's just kind of I, I don't think we have enough time to even get into that today. But it's just a, a whole other topic for another day, I guess. Um, all right, Ron. Thanks for the call. Let's go. Oh, Joe is back. All right, Joe, you're back on. Go ahead. Just let me clarify. What sure. I'm saying is no matter if it's H1N1, SARS, whatever, the virus causes the pneumonia and it kills you, just like COVID-19. You don't die from COVID-19. What I'm saying is viral infections in Wisconsin kill almost 1,000 people a year, and we don't separate each other. Why is this virus making us separate each other so we can keep it down to 100 when two years ago we didn't care about 975 people dying from viral-induced pneumonia? Why do we care about 100 being killed this year by viral-induced pneumonia to the point where we separate? Because we, we, we don't have a vaccine. Every year during the flu season. We don't have a vaccine. We don't have a treatment. We have nothing to fight the virus know, except but, ourselves. So a thousand people die every year, and we don't separate. We're only at 100 now. A 1,000 people in Wisconsin, think of that, every year when the flu season comes around. Why don't we separate every year? I mean, Joe, do you think we should shut down every business like we're doing right now every winter? Is that is that what you're advocating for? Because I get your logic, but I, unless you're suggesting we do something about it, I, I don't know what you want us to say. Yeah. 100 people died this year from COVID-induced pneumonia. Mm-hmm. But 1,000 die from other viral-induced pneumonias every year. Why is it a big deal? this year if okay. 100 die when we don't care about 975 every other year first of all it's april <laughs> this virus has kind of just come to light in the last i would say you could argue the last month or the last three months since it's covid19 it, it kind of came around in china in december but then you know made its way here after that so it's month three so if we're doing 150 deaths in wisconsin times you know multiply that by four that's going to be 600 deaths, and we're already social distancing. So we have 600 deaths in Wisconsin with social distancing. So the numbers probably would work themselves out in a grim way to blast away 1,000 deaths from whatever you're talking about. At the, oh, whatever I'm talking about is viral deaths every year from pneumonia when the flu season comes around. It's every year, and that's the same thing as this. So yeah. why are we hiding from this, but we don't care about the 1,000 every year? 50,000 across the United States every year. 
50,000. Think about that. Yeah, we're at 22,000. We're at 20. We let the virus spread. We're over 22,000 now, and it's April. So 20, 40, 60, 80,000 deaths. And we don't have a treatment. We don't have a cure. There's no there's no treatment cure vaccine for this thing. That's why we're doing this. So I don't know what else you want me to tell you. About. I, I, I don't disagree with Joe. I get exactly what he's saying. The pro- Unless Joe is su- – if Joe's suggesting we close everything every winter, okay, I can at least understand. I don't agree with him, but I understand where he's coming from. But to just say, why don't we care about these deaths? Of course we care. But are you really suggesting we shut everything down every every flu season? Well, I, I I think I don't he's know. saying no. I don't. I don't want to put words in his mouth because what sure. I think he's saying wouldn't be a very bright thought. At wow, all. Rick! So, <laughs> like let's sacrifice uh, the COVID deaths and open up business and see what happens and just go with it because we don't care about the other deaths. Why would we care about this one? Yeah, but I don't uh, know. The, it's it's tough, right? It's because people die of, of viral infections every year. I, I get what Joe's saying. Yeah. I, I just don't know what the solution is. In I guess my that's, head, that's what I'm saying. In my head, Joe is yelling at me, and I'm running around him in a circle going, there's no cure, there's no vaccine, there's no treatment. We're, you know, If we let this thing run rampant, it's going to go crazy. And it's going crazy in New York City right now, and we're trying not to let it run rampant. So, um, and, and Speaking of the, the interview I did last Friday with Jordan Kazi, wisdomnews.com, check that story out. You'll see a, a Check fighting MMA fighting picture that go read that story. But um, she's going to check in with us in a maybe in a week, maybe in a couple of weeks as she works out of uh, out of a you know ICU in New York City in the middle of this pandemic. The the heart of the pandemic now in the world is in New York City right now. So um, all right, let's go let's go to break, Grant, and we'll be back on Wisdom after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. The Sugarloaf 4 talking text line. Just a couple of minutes left. Grant, do we still have, who is it now? Is Scott still waiting? Yep, we got Scott. And I'm sorry, we have lots of calls coming in. We're not going to be able to get it to everybody today because we're running out of time. But yep, Scott's let's, on. Let's just roll through them. All right, Scott, you're on the air on Lacrosse Talk PM. Go ahead. Well, if it goes on much longer, I know that I'm going to have two employees that probably won't come back. I'll be re structuring my denture business and uh hopefully i'll still be able to make teeth i I can't do any now no doctors are open um and then uh but i do have a nice rental on the lake that people could come and go out in the back go on the water my house sleeps 10 (laughs) give us a call (laughs) 769-0822 is my wife for the rental all Come right. on over and have a party. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott. Thanks. Um, yeah, just uh, the, the idea that some of these businesses. Now, if you want to go to wisdomnews.com, the headline, Wisconsin Legislature Releases Coronavirus Response Bill. Uh, go read that. I took some notes, but I'll just let you guys go there and read that because I want to get through the, the calls. Who's the next caller, Grant? Go ahead. Um, uh, next caller, we got Trempolo Tom. You're on the air with Rick. Tom, you're, you're on with Rick. Go ahead, Tom. Okay, I just wanted to mention, uh, when Joe was calling in talking about why we are taking such precautions, I I just want to mention that nobody in America or in the world has any idea how much this entire thing is costing us. This is costing trillions and trillions of dollars, and uh, we have to try and figure this out because there has to be somewhere in between, and that's the point that Joe didn't make. Uh, This is a very expensive problem we have. All right. Thanks for the call, Tom. Yep. The the thin line of debating whether or not 
opening up the economy and how much it's costing us versus how many people will die because we open up the economy. Uh, it's always kind of a, a goofy issue. Um, let's see. I had one other thing I wanted to talk about, but Ryan, Ryan did text in, uh, when was the last time we came up with a cure or a vaccine? There's no money in a cure. We don't have a cure or vaccine for the common cold or flu, but that's a whole different rabbit hole, he says. And I will, I, I didn't look it up because I'm just, I'm doing 17 other things, but we have had vaccines that have, you know, totally eradicated stuff like, right? Polio. We don't have polio anymore. I don't think anyone's suffering from that. So we have had stuff that has, you know, been eradicated. All right, that's all the time we got for today. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Thanks a lot for listening.